Father, we rejoice, we rejoice, we rejoice with joy unspeakable tonight. We rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we come before your word humbly tonight. We come before your word respectfully tonight. We come before your word with joy unspeakable in our hearts. And we thank you for the privilege to learn, to be equipped, to be built up in the knowledge of Christ. As I speak your word tonight, revelation knowledge is gifted every one of us, but in St. Yokes are destroyed. Whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. Build and equip your people by your word, and nobody lives here the same way they came. We give you praise, glory, and honor for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says a powerful amen. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our feet together as we say these words. I am born of God. I am born of the word. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word. I do the word naturally. Therefore today, I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus name. And every believer sees a powerful amen. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. All of you on the social media community, it's a joy to have all of you here tonight. All our radio audience in Aquaibom State by way of Comfort FM, XL FM. All of you that are connected by way of Inspiration FM, Heritage FM, You Know You FM, Radio Aquaibom. We are so glad to have everybody connected. Do me a favor tonight, call a friend, a family member, a colleague. Somewhere, ask them to tune to this radio station. Life is flowing through the airwaves. And all of you in the social media community, family, and friends, always a joy and a delight to fellowship with all of you. Tonight, do me a favor. Let's flood the earth with the truth of the gospel. Help me share the video. Share with all the groups on your page. Create watch parties. Tag some friends. Drop the videos on Telegram, Monogram, WhatsApp groups. Let's flood the entire bloomable planet with the truth of the grace of Christ. And it's a joy to have all of you connected. Our campuses and Bible study centers. We welcome everybody to the service tonight. It's going to be an exciting time as we adventure through the light of God's word. I'd like you to grab a pen, your Bible, your notebook, and you can be seated with your sweet, smart self tonight as we get into the word of his grace. <clears throat> Praise God. Glory to God. All right. We've been looking at, we've been looking at being filled with the spirit, being filled with the spirit. The book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 18. Ephesians, chapter 5, verse number 18. <clears throat> and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. But be filled with the Spirit. That's an instruction. Be filled. You be filled. He didn't say God will fill you with the Spirit. 
He said, you be filled with the spirit. Now remember yesterday we, we did a bit of recap. And we established that when we say you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, it means salvation. You are baptized into Christ or you are baptized into the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse number 13. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Baptized into one body. So we are baptized into Christ. That means you are now in Christ. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. So when you hear the word baptized, we mean you are baptized into Christ. It is salvation. Baptism is salvation. Galatians chapter 3 verse 27. Galatians chapter 3 verse 27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. As many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So baptism into Christ is salvation. Every time you hear that word baptism into Christ or baptism with the spirit. What we mean is that you are born again or you are born into Christ or your salvation experience. So baptism is salvation. So when we read baptize or into Christ, just like Mark 16, 16, put it up. Mark chapter 16, verse 16. He that believeth, that is baptized. He that believeth, that is baptized, shall be saved. And he that believeth not, shall be damned. The baptism there in Mark 16 is not water baptism. It's baptism by the Spirit into Christ. Baptism by the Spirit into the body of Christ. Baptism by the Spirit into oneness with Christ. He's not talking about water there. That walk is the walk of the Holy Spirit. So baptism of the Holy Spirit or baptism with the Holy Spirit will be salvation. The new creation or identification with Jesus. That is what baptism of the Holy Spirit is. He baptizes you into Christ. The Holy Spirit baptizes you into Christ. You are now his flesh and you are now his bones. You are now his body and you are now a member of the body of Christ. Once you are baptized into Christ, you are now a member of the body of Christ. Look at Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts of the Apostles chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Unto the uttermost part of the earth. So what does he mean receive? Receive. You shall receive. Well, can we say it also means you shall take? You shall receive. Does it also mean you shall take? He didn't say I will put it on you. He said, you shall receive. Now, from what we taught yesterday, when I say you shall receive, do you have it? You do not have what I say you shall receive, but when I say you shall receive, I have made you an offer. You've got to take it. So, you shall receive can also be said, you shall take. Or, yeah, you shall take. The word lambano. The word lambano. To take or to receive. You shall take power. 
you shall receive power. Oh, we thought he said, you shall receive the Holy Ghost power. Or, you shall receive the Holy Ghost who is power. Well, two different things he said. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Which means Jesus gives the Holy Spirit. Jesus gives the Holy Spirit. And you will now receive the power. Jesus offers the Holy Spirit and is left for man to take what Jesus has offered. The Holy Spirit is the gift of Christ. And in the gift of Christ, the Holy Spirit are gifts. The Holy Spirit is the gift of Christ. And in the gift of Christ, the Holy Spirit are gifts. So the Holy Spirit is a gift with gifts. What we call the gifts of the Spirit are actually the gifts of, you know, the gift of Christ. The gifts of the Spirit. You know, there are about nine of them. The gifts of the Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the gift of Christ and along with the Holy Spirit are other gifts. That is coming with the Holy Spirit just like Romans 8.32 He who spared not his son but gave him up for us all how shall he not also with him freely with him freely give us all things. So along with Christ comes righteousness. Along with Christ comes salvation. Along with Christ comes justification. Along with Christ comes holiness. So with him, God gave us Christ with everything that is in Christ. So the same day, the same way, the day you receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit came with all the gifts in him. So now, you shall receive power. Get back to Acts chapter 2 verse 4. Acts chapter 2 verse number 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. As the Spirit gave them utterance. Observe. And began to speak. They began to speak. As the Spirit gave them utterance. So, they had received the Holy Ghost. And having received the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost gave them what? Utterance. What is utterance? Speaking. The Holy Ghost gave them speaking. They received and the Holy Ghost gave them utterance. So they spoke while the Spirit gave them the utterance. Did you get that? They spoke while the Spirit gave them utterance. So the Holy Ghost gives utterance. The Holy Ghost gives the ability or the power to speak. He gives to the recipient the ability or the power to speak. That is, the Holy Ghost gives utterance. He gives utterance. The question now is, can a man be saved without the Holy Spirit? Huh? No. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 3. That establishes that you cannot be saved without the Holy Ghost. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. But by the Holy Ghost. So you can't be born again without the Holy Spirit. And that born again is called baptized into Christ. 
the more the more the man who does not speak in tongues or other gifts of the spirit stays away from the gifts of the spirit or tongues the more he thinks he needs the holy spirit but the believer does not need the holy spirit the believer already has the holy spirit whether he speaks in tongues or not if he doesn't speak in tongues it's because he didn't know so he's actually deficient in knowledge but he has the holy spirit so why does he then not speak in tongues why do some people who are born again not speak in tongues when you read baptize it refers to the baptism with the holy spirit into christ which is salvation acts chapter 8 philip went to samaria and preached christ and many people were saved acts chapter 8 look at verse 12 acts 8 12 and 13 after they were saved in samaria but when they believed philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of god and the name of jesus christ they were baptized both men and women 13 then simon himself believed also and when he was baptized he continued with philip and wondered beholding the miracles and signs which were done next verse now when the apostles which were at jerusalem heard that samaria had received the word of god they sent unto them peter and john they sent unto them peter and john so the people had believed and because they were they had believed they sent unto them peter and john now that is where people get confused now if you read contextually you will not be confused because look at verse 15 of acts chapter 8 acts 8 15 who when they were come down prayed for them that they might receive the holy ghost they were baptized into christ when the apostles came they now helped them to receive the holy ghost two different experiences question who baptizes in the name of the lord jesus who does the baptism the holy spirit so when he said let me read verse 14 and 15 again for you of acts chapter 8 acts 8 14 and 15 now when the apostles which are jerusalem heard that samaria had received the word of god they sent unto them peter and john next verse who when they were come down prayed for them that they might receive the holy ghost so what was he referring to they were saved then when the apostles came they spoke in tongues because when they were saved they were baptized into christ by the holy ghost because romans chapter 8 verse 9 say he that does not have the spirit of christ is none of his we will always know what that statement is by reading everything you know the context look at that roma i mean acts chapter 8 verse 16 and 17 acts 8 16 and 17 for as yet he was falling upon none of them only they were baptized in the name of the lord jesus that's salvation then laid they their hands on them and they received the holy ghost they so then they laid their hands on those that have received jesus and they received the holy ghost is it clear look at verse 18 of that same chapter 
And when Simon saw that through laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money. 19. Saying, give me also this power. <laughs> that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. So Simon saw something. That means when the apostles laid hands on the folks, the folks must have done something that Simon noticed. They must have done something. Look at verse 19 again of that same chapter 8 of Acts. Saying, give me also this power that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. So that means there were actions identified in what they were doing. And Peter's response tells you exactly what they were doing. Look at verse 20 and 21 of Acts chapter 8. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Did you observe the gift of God? Cannot be purchased the gift of God. That means something was being received by the believers. The believers received the gift of God. And Peter told him, you cannot purchase the gift of God with money. And he told him, you have no part in this matter. The meaning of the word matter in the Greek is utterance. You have no part in this utterance. You are not a part of matoleketa pata. You are not a part of this utterance. Alright, now. So Simon saw men alter things by the spirit as hands were laid on them. Men altered things by the spirit as hands were laid on them. See that? When, when hands were laid on them, they spoke things by the spirit. That's what he saw and said, give me this power. He saw what they could not fake. He saw what native doctors could not fake. He said, take money. I want this power. That when I lay on some people, they will have utterance. They will speak things that can only be revealed by the Spirit. Another example where this happened is Acts chapter 19. Follow me. Where Paul was preaching in Ephesus. And he met some certain disciples. Now, it doesn't always mean when you hear disciples is Christians. In Islam, they have al-majiri. Al-majiri means disciples. So they have disciples in Islam. So when we hear, when we hear that somebody say, that is my disciple, don't think of Christianity. Disciple is a general word used for people that you disciple in any belief system. Is it clear now? So when Paul met certain disciples, does it automatically mean they are disciples who have believed in Jesus? Are we together here? Okay. So he met certain disciples in Acts chapter 19. Are you still in the building? Now, look at verse 2 and 3 of Acts 19. He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Eh? You have not heard about Holy Ghost? Next verse. And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. 
Because they are disciples of John. So they must partake of John's ministry. Paul was referring to what we read earlier in chapter 8 of Acts. Okay? So these guys have never heard of the Holy Ghost before. So Paul is expecting, if you believe, you should be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Because faith in Christ is baptism with the Holy Spirit. Is it clear here? Faith in Christ is baptism with the Holy Spirit. Receiving Jesus is receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Look at verse 4 of Acts chapter 8. I mean, Acts, yeah, where we are. Acts chapter 19. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people, that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is, on Christ Jesus. Next verse. When they had these, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So believing is that baptism. Believing means you are immersed into Christ. You are baptized. You are immersed. You are totally immersed into Christ. That is the meaning of the word baptism. Look at verse 6 of that same Acts 19. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. They spake with tongues and prophesied. Just like they did in Acts chapter 8. When hands were laid on them, they did something. Something significant. Something that everybody could observe. So every time hands are laid, believers ought to do something. Every time hands are laid. Not that hands are laid and you're doing nothing. Because every time hands were laid, believers did something. So the Holy Ghost coming on refers to utterance. When we say the Holy Ghost is coming on you, it's utterance. When we say you are baptized with the Holy Ghost, what is that? Huh? Huh? Oh. When we say you are baptized with the Holy Ghost, what is that? Salvation. When we say the Holy Ghost has come on you, what is that? utterance so let me ask you again what how do we say salvation baptized with the spirit how do we say utterance the spirit upon very good that's important those terms can confuse if they are not well applied are we still in the building here and they will help you to understand scriptures because those are the things we are teaching which is actually scriptures all right now so we now know that these people spoke in tongues. When the believer receives utterance, utterance is not just tongues. Utterance includes prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom. But tongues are the starting point. That's what happened in Acts chapter 2. We know that they spoke in tongues and prophesied in Acts chapter 2. I hope you know that. Because the Bible tells us that when they were speaking in tongues and began to interpret the tongues, the people heard them. And remember, tongues plus interpretation equals to what? Prophecy. On the day of Pentecost, what the people heard was the interpretation of tongues. And who interpreted the tongues? The people that received the Spirit. So they spoke in tongues and interpreted. It is in the interpretation that the people around heard. Is it clear? It's not the people that were speaking in tongues that spoke languages. No. They spoke in tongues. Tongues is not languages. Languages are not tongues. 
when I was younger in the ministry, you know, I did a meeting for full gospel businessmen and in the midst of the conference, I began to speak in tongues. And I spoke in tongues and I began to interpret the tongues. I didn't know I was interpreting tongues. I thought I was speaking Spanish language. But I didn't know I was interpreting the tongues in the understanding of, you know, Spanish people. And somebody who speaks Spanish walked to me after the service and said, you spoke in Spanish. Do you speak Spanish? I said, no, I don't. And I myself didn't know what was happening. It's now I know that I was actually interpreting the tongue and it is in the interpretation that somebody understood what I was saying. So on the day of Pentecost, remember, he, seen, he didn't say the people spoke languages. He said the, 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 the audience heard them speak in their language. Speak in their language means they interpreted because tongues are not human language. He that speaketh in tongues speaketh not to men. For no man understanded him. So there is nothing like tongues of human language. Tongues are not human language. Anywhere people speak in tongues without interpretation, nobody can understand it. The interpretation of tongues only happens when the tongue begins to interpret. Is it clear? I will pray in the spirit and I will pray with my understanding. Let him that speaks in tongues pray that he may interpret so that the people around him will hear and be edified. Please remove all the religious things you had in your mind and understand the simplicity of the gospel here. Is it clear? Yes. Tongues are not human language. The doctrinal teaching of tongues is in Corinthians. Acts of the apostle is a, an eyewitness account. So if you really want to understand what happened in Acts, you have to come to doctrine, which is the explanation. First Corinthians tells us, he that speaketh in tongues speaketh to no man, for no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit, that man is speaking mysteries. Is it clear now? Please, if it's clear, can I hear a good amen? That's very important. So we know that on the day of Pentecost, they spoke in tongues and they prophesied, which is actually tonguing and interpretation. By Acts chapter 10, in the house of Cornelius also, they spoke in tongues and interpreted. Because the Bible tells us that they, they spoke the wonderful works of God. That means they spoke in tongues and interpreted for others to hear the wonderful works of God. So every time they spoke in tongues in the book of Acts, there was interpretation in, in public worship. They spoke and interpreted. They spoke and interpreted. Look at Acts chapter 19 verse 6. Observe something. This is very common in the book of Acts. Acts 9. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spoke with tongues. And what followed? And prophesied. Instant. They spoke in tongues and prophesied. Ask your neighbor sitting by you, have you prophesied since you believed? Because the other people was, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? So since you have received the Holy Ghost, let's go step forward. Let's go to the next step. Have you prophesied since you believe? Because this sign shall follow. Believers, I will pour my spirit. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. It's not rocket science. It's your nature. It's within the gift of God by the Holy Ghost. 
is within that gifting. So that term, receiving the Holy Ghost, refers to utterance. When we say receive the Holy Ghost, we're referring to utterance. Because the Holy Ghost gives utterance. The born again man has the right and privilege to speak in tongues. The born again man has the right and privilege to speak in tongues. Please follow me. To speak prophecies and to speak by the spirit of God. The born again man has the right and privileges to speak in tongues, to speak prophecies and to speak by the spirit of God. Amen. To speak by the spirit of God. Jesus said in Mark 16, 17. Put it up. Woo! I, I feel like dancing here. Glory to God. Acts chapter 16, verse 17. I'm, I'm sorry. Mark. Mark 16, 17, sorry. This sign shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Is there a believer in the building? They shall speak with what? Who shall speak with new tongues? Huh? The believer in what? The believer in Christ. What is he supposed to naturally speak with? New tongues. New creation. New spirit. New tongues. New covenant. The believer in Jesus shall speak with new tongues. Is a sign that follows believers. Except you are not a believer. So the Holy Spirit in coming upon or in receiving the Holy Ghost upon refers to the demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit upon refers to demonstration of the Spirit. So when the Holy Ghost comes upon you or anyone in the book of Acts, we saw a demonstration. Kayanama. When the spirit comes upon you, there will be things to see and things to hear. It is called sight and sounds of the spirit. When the spirit comes on you, there will be things to see and things to hear. The sight and the sounds of the spirit. They heard them speak. They heard them speak when the spirit came. They saw men speaking. You can't be filled with the spirit and there's nothing to see and nothing to hear. <laughs> that one is deaf and dumb spirit. When you're filled with the spirit, be filled with the spirit. And when a man is filled with the spirit, there will be things to see and there will be things to hear. They will hear things and reveal things. We have we had things to see and to hear in Acts chapter 2, in Acts chapter 8, in Acts chapter 10, in Acts chapter 19. 
There were things to see and things to hear. So when a believer is full of the Holy Ghost, how do we know? There will be things to see and things to hear. So when he said, choose out men full of the Holy Ghost, what it means is those men that you will select must be men that have things to see and things to hear in their lives. We can't say you are full of the Spirit and you are, you are shy and deaf and, and dumb. You're acting it. No. When men are full of the spirit, they speak and they demonstrate that spirit. Jacolot of us. Are you still in this building? In Acts chapter 2 verse 4, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. ay They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. When I preach the gospel, a man hears and believes the gospel what made him believe the gospel? Or who made the, the sinner to believe the gospel I preach? The Holy Ghost. Because when it's come, you will convict the world of sin. So salvation is a work of the spirit. Salvation is a work of the spirit. What happens when a man believes? He is baptized into Christ. So if I preach to him and he is saved, if I preach to a man and the man is saved, am I going to see anything? Huh? If I preach and a man is saved, am I going to see anything? No. But when the spirit comes upon that man that is saved, am I going to see something? Yes. So at salvation, I see nothing. But once the spirit comes upon, I will see something and hear something. Is it clear here? That's the difference. That's the difference. There will be something to see and something to hear. There were things to see in Acts chapter 2, chapter 8, chapter 10, chapter 19. Because it was not salvation. Acts chapter 2 was not salvation. Chapter 8 was not salvation. Chapter 10 was not salvation. And chapter 19 was not salvation. So things that can be seen and things that can be heard is not salvation. A man can be born again and he doesn't speak in tongues. Why? Because he refused to speak. Simple answer. Why am I not speaking in tongues, Dr. Damina? You refuse to speak. Supposing I don't know, first of all, is because you refuse to speak. Supposing I don't know, because you refuse to speak. Because if you really wanted to speak, you would seek to know. Any believer that doesn't speak in tongues is my choice. This sign shall follow. It is our right and privilege in Christ to speak in tongues. Teaching good? Yeah, just go ahead and speak. Jesus said you will receive. They, they, are you in the building? They began to speak in other tongues. As the Spirit gave them power, utterance, ability. So, for every one of us, we already have the power of utterance. 
Why? We are born again. Every born again believer has the power of utterance. But sometimes we may need to lay hands on some people to minister what is theirs to them. The Holy Spirit freely gives utterance to anyone who is saved. When you have utterance, it doesn't mean the Holy Ghost is given twice. The Holy Ghost is given once at the point of salvation. Then when you are ready to speak, he gives you utterance. Any day you are ready. If you are ready to speak the day you got saved, he gives you utterance. And if you are not ready, you want to wait for one year. He waits for you. When you are ready, he gives you utterance. And in case you don't want to speak till you die, yeah, you stay there. They began to speak. When the spirit came on them, they opened their mouth and spoke. They didn't say, Holy Ghost, fire, fire, follow me. Is it fire, follow me, or fire, follow me? Is it follow or fall? Or follow me? Okay, whichever one. I'm even glad I don't remember myself. Because there's nothing inside the song to remember. Holy Ghost, fire, fire, fall on me. As in the days of Pentecost, fire, follow me. On the day of Pentecost, it was they that spoke. They didn't ask Holy Ghost to speak for them. They began. The moment they know it has happened, Brando Shatala, they began. Say, I'm born of God. I have the Holy Ghost. I begin to speak. Say, I'm the one to speak. I speak in tongues. Ziba Dagaya. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is salvation. And there are demonstrations of the Spirit which is the Holy Ghost coming upon. And when it comes upon, people will see. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, people will see. We saw it in Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19. Those are the demonstration of the Spirit. It shows forth the power and energy of the Spirit. In Ephesians chapter 5, please stay with me. Ephesians chapter 5. Now, before we read, we know already that the Holy Spirit being given in the new covenant refers to two things. Spirit giving, residence, and permanence. He is in you and will abide with you forever. Residence and permanence. That's our reality today. So now, Ephesians 5.18 and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. That's an instruction. So you can be filled with the Spirit. Let me tell you what it means to be filled. Filled means to be stimulated. That's why he uses wine. What does wine do to you? It stimulates you. Be filled. Be stimulated by the Spirit. When you feel that stimulation, what do you do? Sometimes when I go, you too, you, you respond. Because when I speak, it stimulates you. Deep collect to deep. 
Zebatoba, Rekotome, Negarada, Jagarada, Hey Jakalaraba. Deep calls to deep. You get stimulated. Are you still in the building? Yeah. Not that you see that me looking at me. <laughs> yeah, you know there are people like that. When you're speaking, they're looking at you. Uh, uh, dummy, you're the one I'm talking to in the spirit. Hello, man. Zilo bodo atata. Orato Lembro la baragadaza. Is it not called fellowship? Lero ne malana. Mombro da zobreda. Le coro tobere tia lato belida bara. Lobo jekele de ba. Nekora kurana kateke memene neyana mayana negeya mayama. Merene gelina naleko loboro sisimia nanto sistamaya. Sistamaya male. Maireko tobira nama. Hey, glory to God! I tell you, it's all over this place. Riando jacoroto sekele de barakadale nemana. Hey, jokoroto sakala rabaya engele de bosakayara. There's something to hear and something to see. Glory to God. Sight and sounds of the spirit. Shotalakata. So it stimulates to be stimulated with the spirit or to be inspired. That's the meaning of to be filled. To be stimulated or to be inspired. To be stimulated or to be inspired. Be filled with the spirit means I can be filled with the spirit. Which means it's my responsibility to be filled. It is my responsibility to be filled. In Acts chapter 2, they were filled. In Acts chapter 4 verse 8, Peter being full of the Spirit. In Acts chapter 4 verse 31, the whole church was filled with the Spirit. In Acts chapter 7 verse 51, Stephen full of the Spirit. In Acts chapter 13 verse 9, Paul was filled with the Holy Ghost. We saw that being filled with the Holy Ghost is something that can be happening to a Christian. It's not once and for all. It's what happens all the time. A believer ought to be full of the spirit all the time. That means a believer ought to be talking. We ought to see and hear something from the believer all the time. All the time. It's not a once and for all experience. It's an ongoing. Acts 13, 52. <clears throat> Acts 13 52. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. Filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. That is, they were stimulated and inspired by the Spirit. Stimulated and inspired. And somebody says to me, Can I interpret somebody's tongues? Why not? Why not? Somebody is speaking there. I, we interpret from here. Back in the days when I used to do some crazy things, <laughs> crazy things, I would take two preachers with me for a program, and three of us would preach. Three of us. I'll tell them, get ready, we're preaching today. We're going to do joint preaching. 
Anywhere I go, just follow. I will start. Ba, 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 ba. I say, man of God, what is God saying? I give him the mic. He takes over. Taka, 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 taka. Man of God, what is God saying? He takes over. We all, everybody is preaching. Then I will tongue and give him. He will interpret. He will tongue. I will interpret. He will tongue. I will, inter I will tongue. He will interpret. All over the You see commotion all over the building. There are things to see and there are things to hear. Except the spirit is not in that place. I used to do crazy things. And I will do more crazier things. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I'm just remembering those days, man. The better days are ahead. The key word there is you can be inspired by the spirit. Stimulated. It's within your rights and privileges. Yeah. To speak in tongues, yeah. It's within your capacity to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So it's not God who fills you with the Spirit. It's you who is inspired of the Spirit. And the Bible teaches us how to be filled with the Spirit. The Bible teaches you how you can be filled with the Spirit. Remember, the Spirit dwells inside you. So you can decide how to be filled with the Spirit. And when to be filled with the Spirit. You can decide to be stimulated and inspired by the Holy Spirit that is within you. And the Spirit who's upon you is your choice. So when you hear be filled with the Spirit, he's referring to the demonstrations of the Spirit. Do I have a part to play in the demonstration of the Spirit? Yes. I give you scriptures. You have a part. Say with me very loud. I have a part to play in the demonstration of the spirit. Say it again. I have a part to play in the demonstration of the spirit. I didn't hear a powerful amen. Look at 2 Timothy 1 6. Wherefore I put in remembrance that thou steer up the gift of God. Underline steer up. Did he say God will steer up? Who is to steer up? Thou, that thou steer up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Steer up. Talking about ministry. Steer up. Be filled. Why did he say that? Look at the next verse. For God has not given to us the spirit of timidity. That means the only thing that will stop you from steering up is timidity. Cowardice. Supposing I speak demonic tongues, then you will never speak. Because you're afraid. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Don't be timid. Fellowship is going on. You sense prophetic word for somebody. Walk to him, say, Brother, while you're doing that, you're listening. When you finish, you, you tell him the message. Don't be afraid. Spirituals, you dive into them with confidence. Fear will paralyze all the gifts and they'll be lying inside untapped. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Sometimes fear will even make you not concentrate. 
because of instead of concentrating you are saying supposing i make mistake now and they are laughing let me see one who is there you're already distracted fear would distract you and extract you i don't have rhymes i just said something <laughs> fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear but of love of power and of a sound mind. In other words, timidity is what hinders people from being stirred up. Look at 1 Timothy 4.14 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 14 Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Neglect not. Don't neglect. Steer up. Steer up. Neglect not. Steer up. If you are not staring up, you are neglecting. And if you are staring up, you are not neglecting. And when you steer up, there will be something to see and hear. Neglect not. It's your responsibility. You are the one to stir up. You are the one to neglect. And somebody says, can I write in tongues? There is no scripture, not even in the Old Testament, where people wrote in tongues. How can you write it? Is it your mother language? How, how are you going to write it? What vowels are you going to use in writing? So when you say ratata, you, you put R-A-T-A-T-A, you are a carnal man. Comparing spiritual with spiritual, natural with natural, the natural man or the natural realm cannot operate spirituals. We don't write tongues. There's nowhere they wrote in tongues. Even as baby as the book of Acts was, they didn't write in tongues. They spoke. He that speaketh in tongues. Not he that writeth in tongues. How do you read? <laughs> how, would you, how do you read? You <laughs> say kato, 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 kato. You write K-A-T-O, K-A-T-O. What is that? He did it. <laughs> For no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit he righted? <laughs> kata 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 is no way mystery is kata kata. <laughs> Glory to God. I talk in tongues. What about you? I talk in tongues. What about you? I talk in tongues. What about you? I talk in tongues. Lord, fill me with your spirit. No. You be filled. It's not God that fills you. You, you, you. Stimulate. Stop. Stop. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. He has given you the spirit. If it's the Old Testament, you can blame them. Because God didn't give them the, the residence and permanence of the spirit. But in the new covenant, he has given you the spirit. He abides with you forever. You have a part to play. Stay up. Neglect not. 
First Corinthians 12, 31. First Corinthians 12, 31. But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. The word covet, covet. You are the one to covet. You are the one to desire. Desire earnestly. You've got to want the things of the spirit. You've got to want it. You've got to desire it. Yeah. Desire the things of the spirit. First Corinthians 14 verse 1. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse number 1. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts. Desire that you may prophesy. Desire spiritual gifts. Who is supposed to desire? You. Who is supposed to want to prophesy? You. When I say everybody, prophesy. Desire it and go. Prophesy. Hey, don't say it the Lord. Go. Go. It's my faith. It's not that you had it first, then you copy it in your mind, then you are not saying it. No, no, no. It is on the go as you open your mouth. Phew. That's why timidity will stop it. I'm teaching God. The moment I say, let prophesy. Desire and take off. Look at 1 Corinthians 14, 12. 1 Corinthians 14, 12. Mm. Even so ye, for as much as you are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that you may excel to the edifying of the church. You are zealous. God didn't make you zealous. You are zealous. So seek, you seek that you may excel as you continue to speak to the edifying of the church. That is tongue and interpretation. Desire. Be zealous. Neglect not. Stir up. Desire. Want. Hallelujah. Gifts of the spirit only works with those who are desirous and zealous. Who desire and are zealous. That's why the key in the new covenant is because you have the spirit already. Look at 1 Corinthians 14, 39. 1 Corinthians 14, 39. Wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy. Covet it. And forbid not to speak with tongues. Forbid not. That should be preaching some churches. Forbid not to speak in tongues. Why? Because God gave you all the nine gifts that are inside you. Bible tongues look like the intro. Tonguing is the primary gift. That's where you start and every other thing comes from there. Tongues are the intro to the gifts of the spirit in the new covenant. It says be filled with the spirit. Say with me very loud, I can be filled with the spirit. It's my choice. Speak it, let me know you're in this building. Say it again. In Acts chapter 6 you will know those that were filled with the Holy Ghost. Because when a man is filled with the Holy Ghost, you will see the gifts of the Spirit in demonstration. They will say things, they will do things 
are stimulated by the Holy Spirit. So we'll quickly look at examples of people filled with the Holy Ghost. Can we look at that quickly? Luke chapter 1 verse 41. Luke chapter 1 verse 41. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth had the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. The babe leaped and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. What happened when she was filled? Look at the next verse, 42. And she spake out. She was filled with the Holy Ghost and she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. She was filled with the Holy Ghost so there was something to see and something to hear. Is it clear? Filled with the Holy Ghost, what was the next thing? She spake. She spake. Anyone filled with the Holy Ghost is always accompanied with utterance. She spoke out. Look at verse 67 of Luke chapter 1. Luke 1, 67. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost. And what followed? And prophesied, saying. Filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying. In Luke chapter 2, Simon, the Holy Ghost came upon him and the Lord revealed things unto him. Filled with the Holy Ghost means the gifts of the Spirit in operation. In Acts chapter 2 verse 16 and 17, Peter says, you shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. How can I be filled with the Spirit? By speaking. How can I be filled with the Spirit? By speaking. Ephesians 5.18 again. Now we will read it without observing punctuation. Be not drunk with one wearing his excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Next verse. Speaking. Be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves. In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. No one filled with the Spirit keeps quiet. No one filled with the Spirit keeps quiet. But be filled with the Spirit speaking. The Spirit utterance. So when we say be filled with the Spirit, what are we talking about? Utterance. Inspired to speak psalms, hymns. We're not talking about hymn book. When we say speak to yourselves in Psalms, you not carry one hymn book. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. No, 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 no. Huh? The one say speaking to another hymns, you carry one hymnal. 1809 hymnal. Ancient words ever true. Changing you and changing me. That's, that's not the hip. That's not the hymn. It's a hymn which the Holy Ghost gave you right there in that service. Right there in that fellowship. And to get into that, tongues primary. Tongues are primary. In, in 1 Corinthians 14, 18, as I close for the night, are you blessed tonight? 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18. I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than ye all. 
This was the biggest church in Bible days, church at Corinth. And Paul said, all of you put together, I speak in tongues more than all of you. Something about speaking in the new covenant. Don't forget, we got saved by speaking. We get filled by speaking. And we're going to maintain being filled by speaking. Saved by speaking. Filled by speaking. We continue being filled by speaking. Speaking, speaking, speaking. Speak to one another. In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. Hallelujah. Say to me very loud, I can be filled with the Holy Ghost. Two, four, seven. Three, six, five days of every year. Stand on your feet. That's all I've got for you. Did I teach good tonight? Say, I speak in tongues. Say, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I speak in tongues. Say, I speak in tongues whenever I speak. Whenever I want, I speak. Whenever I want, I speak. And when I speak, I interpret. Say, I interpret and I prophesy. I'm a son. I'm a daughter. I prophesy. I speak in tongues and I prophesy. And when you speak in tongues, what happens? You are being filled. So when he said be filled with the spirit, what was he saying? Speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Can we be filled in another few seconds? Everybody, let's be filled. Let's be filled. Let's be filled. Go ahead. Let's be filled. Ayo, Jakiama no ne brida da balo de bosh. Rika tobela, rekisa manangle de boroko to seki alababa. Go ahead and speak. Zikoro to sokolo de babash. Look for one person around you, speak to one another. Speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Go ahead and speak to one another. Speak to one another. And as you begin to speak to one another, prophesy to one another. Prophesy to one another. Rato belida barakato sekeli gadaska. Speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Speak to one another in psalms and hymns. Steer up. Go ahead and speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Minister to one another. Ole baro de belene baraka da galene mahoda. Oh, 
shekele de bebeberege de bozotolia. Where's the young man from Akure? Is he here tonight? Come and stand. Lift your two hands and Lego roto saka. Stir up everything that is on your inside. Lift your two hands up. Lego roto zopre gadesh keteli da baba baragadabazo. Mendo shakea. Mendo shakea. Hangele ne mosata la da baba. Rato beregedege. Rato beregedege. Rato beregedege. Rato lebege. Rato lebedege. Ja shakabara. Ja shakaradaba. Bring him back to me. Bring him to me. Preach the word. Preach the word in and out of season. Receive boldness. Receive ultras. Go forth. Kabato belea. Rato begesegea. Mambro da jokolo da bo satadea. 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 Shakaya da ba. Mambro da jokolo da baba. Tabola tambele de boro koto seke. Hengabo sota la da baba. Bring him again. Bring him again. Lego sope anana. Sepeyanana, 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 Rato Bayada, Rato Bayada, Rato Bayada, Rato Bayada, Rato Bayada, Agobe Shekayanaba. Mozakaya. And I speak over everyone under the sound of my voice. In this building, on Facebook, on television, on radio, wherever you are. Receive, 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 receive right now. Receive the gift of the spirit. Receive. Rato, Mekea, Ragoda, Jakaya, Rakata, 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 Rakata. Receive. Every sickness and disease terminated. Holds of the enemy broken. Receive right now. Angabashotele patoma langrato sakayada. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Lift your hands and begin to praise and bless him. Begin to praise and bless him. Juto tatalitaba. Zobro da sakayada. Zekro do jacarada bazo pereketesca. Monto bale kato brege zaka laga laga maya nengro sakalaraba. Father, we give you praise. In the name of Jesus. Father, we rejoice that revelation is growing big in this house. And the manifestation and demonstration of the glory of God like never before. And I pray for everybody connected to this service. Grace abound towards you. And I decree that you have a constant supply of the spirit. Continually filled speaking in the name of Jesus. Great grace is upon you. And with mighty signs and wonders accompanying you. You speak the word with boldness in the name of Jesus. You stretch forth your hand to heal. Signs and wonders follow you. Thank you, Father, for grace in this place tonight. In Jesus' precious name.
And every believer says that amen like you believe it. Glory to God. Glory. 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 When people are filled with the spirit, there is something to see and something to hear. When you're filled with the spirit, there is something to see and something to hear. Glory. Woo. Whenever people are filled with the spirit, there is something to see and something to hear. You can't be filled with the spirit and everywhere is quiet like a graveyard. No, 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 no. Ah! Glory! 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 Tumors are disappearing. Diseases are vanishing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glory! Yeah, 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 yeah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. And when you are filled with the Spirit, there will be something to see and something to hear. Amen. I tell you, we have exciting days ahead of us. Grab a good offering tonight. We're giving in faith. Those of you watching on television and radio, we're giving in faith with joy tonight. And I want to thank those of you that are, have been giving to us our project of the new platform for Kingdom Life Network. I want to thank you. And those that are still in the process of making up your minds to give, thank you for even considering to make up your mind to give to support the gospel. It's the greatest investment you can ever make in life. And thank you for giving for the work of the kingdom. And everybody else with an offering tonight, online there are banking details, on TV there are banking details. Wherever you are, radio audience, Mr. Bush is going to read for you uh, the, the, the banking details in another few seconds. And everybody else, lift up your offerings. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the privilege to give. We give in faith, we give with joy. Our offerings are a sweet smell before you. And I pray for everybody giving your needs are met according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Thank you for answered prayer tonight. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says that amen like you believe it. Hey guys, I'm joining Mr. Bush in a few seconds. You don't want to get go, you don't want to adjust your set at all. It's going to be exciting tonight. We love you guys and thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you the grace of God. Till I see you in a few seconds with Mr. Michael Bush. And until then, enjoy the grace of Christ. Let's celebrate viewers around the world for being a part of this service tonight. Glory! Amen! That you have been blessed by this message. For these, all the messages and books by Dr. Abel Damino, please call plus 234-806-800-9939 or email powercityoffice at gmail.com. Jesus didn't offer an animal. Jesus didn't offer blood. He offered himself and he rose by himself. And then he came by himself into you as the Holy Ghost to live in you forever. That Holy Ghost in you is the seal. No devil can break that seal. That seal is God's eternal signature of ownership. Abel Damino Ministries International presents Righteous Invasion of Truth Riot live with Dr. Abel Damino. And ask the counselor with Dr. Abel Daminer and Michael Bush.
time Monday to Saturday 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. GMT plus one. Join the program live on Comfort FM 95.1 Rio Sunday 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and Monday to Saturday 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Radio Aquaibum 90.5 FM Rio 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. daily. XL FM 106.9 Uyo 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. daily. Unuyo FM 100.7 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Inspiration FM 105.9 Uyo 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. And on Heritage FM 104.9 10 p.m. to midnight. You can also watch these programs live on Kingdom Live Network TV on your strong decoder or my TV decoder. You can also follow Abel Damino's Facebook page, public figure, as well as YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram handles to watch real time. Welcome to Riot Live and Ask the Counselor. Host, Drs. Abel and Rachel Daminer. Thank you, Owambe, for making sure this happens faster than we had expected. All right, so we start with the bank details, as we always do. Um, on this edition of the program, as always, we have three banks. The three of them have the same account name, and that is Power City International. STMB is number 1, 2988, 2028, and that is for... For, for FCMB. ZF is bank number 2, 10, 12, 36, 59, 12. 10, 12, 36, 59, 12. ZF. And then finally, UBA, 139, 26, 465. 139, 26, 465. Power City International is the name. Okay, as we did um, the last two days of the program, the last two editions of the program, we're going to allow enormous... Uh, I was going to say a space. <laughs> We're going to allow enormous space for, for, for telephone calls on this edition of the program. The number for you to dial in. As more for that will happen in the next five minutes. It's plus two, three, four if you're doing from outside the country. Otherwise, it's 0806 800 9939. 0806 800 9939. If you're calling from outside the country, remember plus two, three, four. You can also use your email facility. Just um, send us an email or two. I, um, that is uh, ask the counselor now at gmail.com and then an SMS or two plus two three four 
0803-631-8642. All right. You want to sponsor the program? Remember, we, we've, we've been saying, um, even Global Baba himself has joined in that announcement to tell you that something huge, something massive, something humongous is loading in the name of a platform. So you want to sponsor, you want to contribute your quota, what you just need to do is call up plus 234-803-275-6104 or you send an email uh, of sponsorship to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Okay, I'm just waiting for Global Baba. I'm not going to go on break. Uh, let me assure you, just waiting for Global Baba to join me on set so that we set sail together. Uh, but before Global Baba comes, let me try and see if it is possible to get our friends uh, on Facebook Live. I'm just waiting for Global Baba as soon as he comes here. We just would launch out together. But let me see our friends. Are they there on Facebook Live? Okay. Just, oh no. Oh no, the noise here is crazy. Okay. Not to worry. I'm going to take charge of that. And um, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Global Vice here. My name is Michael Bush. My producer is Pastor IG Equere. And um, together with the production team, we're set to go. Uh, resident Pastor is also here. Uh, pastor Prezokun. Uh, for it was, uh, Pastor President Cohen has been many things. He was Director General of the State Broadcasting Corporation, that's the Kwaibu uh, Broadcasting Corporation, for a number of years. Rose there to become, rose from there to become permanent secretary. And um, even as he sits there quietly for all, of, all his life, he ends as a permanent secretary. I hope he likes that part of the announcement. Okay, so but right now, Global Baba is here. And help me welcome the international televangelists, uh, wonderful author. He's written too, too many books, 30 at the last count. And Dr. Abel Damina. Intercontinental Mr. Bush. Global Baba. Good to see you today. Hey, Global Baba, so nice to see you. Yeah, it's been so a good that, day. So that was you. Yes, you know. uh, that was me. No, Baba. <laughs> you know, what amazes me is that you do all of those things and then come and sit uh, by my side like you didn't do anything. You know, how does yeah, that happen? You were throwing well, people all over the that place was down. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Global Baba. So nice to see you. So <laughs> nice to you, see you. So much you. is happening around the world. Yes, um, yes. Everywhere people discussing Riot Life and Ask the Counselor around the world. And uh, it's so exciting to be part of it. Global Baba, let's begin as we always do. We've already lost 20 minutes. So let's um, go now to kickstart Ask the Counselor prayer as we always do. Let's pray together. Father, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, makes tremendous power available. We pray for our state, we pray for our nation, we pray for other nations of the earth, and we pray specifically that the word of the Lord will have free course among the people, that barriers are terminated, mindsets are corrected, the hearts of men are opened to the gospel afresh, ministers of the gospel are raised all over the earth, the church of God is becoming stronger and stronger as the message of Christ is preached. Believers are established in knowledge, established in the truth that is in Christ Jesus. And we rejoice that disciples are multiplying and the glory of God covers the earth as the water covers the sea. We deny the devil access to our cities, our nations, and our communities. And we decree that the glorious light of the gospel continues to shine and our governmental leaders receive divine intervention to form policies and create societies societies that makes it easy for this gospel to keep thriving and we pray that those that are not saved among them will come to the knowledge of the truth and we thank you for answered prayer tonight in jesus name amen, amen. 
Okay, Global Baba, about time we set sail. Um, we spent last night, uh, you know, the, the day before today, we spent that out there at uh, Barbados, the West Indies. And Global Baba, you were talking about some places in Barbados. Yes. You know, so that's where we spent the We've night. We've been chilling there since Absolutely. last night. Yes. So we, we just stayed out um, there from. Jane is writing anonymously, and uh, no, not, not writing anonymously, anonymous location. So we claim that it's from Barbados and then make progress. Dear Mr. Bush and our Global Barber Apostle, Dr. Abel Damina, Mr. Bush, may the Lord bless you more and more for the good work of the Lord that you're doing. Global Barber, you taught us the other day that you cannot receive from what you dishonor. You cannot dis, um, receive from who? I mean, uh, that's what he, um, such a one should have said, from what you dishonor. Yep. You mentioned that if you walk in dishonor, you will experience dryness when others are progressing. My question then, that's from Jen, is does the same apply to people who don't honor their parents? It's worth noting that some people, and especially men, neglect their needy parents. Please give us your counsel. Yeah, well, as a believer, you know, the, the epistles instruct clearly, honor your father and mother. For this is the first commandment with a promise. So there's a promise there. Brother Paul emphasized it. And that there's no way you will honor Christ, honor the work of Christ, and dishonor your parents. It just doesn't add up. You know, as a believer, it is very, very instructive that you are a person of honor. You honor people. You honor the church. You honor your parents. You honor brethren. You honor everybody around you, both great and small, especially people that, you know, people that are... Uh, have responsibility over you either spiritual or physical even your boss in the office you honor him you honor people that you know are responsible to pay you a salary responsible to you know helping you to to have your daily needs met you honor them honor ought to be a culture that believers practice as a lifestyle it ought to be you know so uh, honor it's all through it goes cuts across every segment of Okay, Global Baba will make progress. Now we go to Canada. Canada is still, you know, like uh, Barbados. It's in the northern American continent. That is the continent called North America. It says, greetings to Intercontinental Mr. Bush and our Global Baba. This is Fabrice from Canada. Global Baba, yesterday I asked about John 2022. I sent it in the middle of the live broadcast before you expounded on it. After the broadcast, Global Baba, I had understood it. And I tried to delete my message so that it could not reach you. But unfortunately... It did. I learned a precious lesson, Global Baba, to be patient always. Thank you. What a confession. Yeah, what a confession. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that happens yeah. all the time. People yeah. throw in their questions and then suddenly you answer that in the middle yes. of it. Okay. So we make progress now from Canada. We're going to Europe. Yeah. So from North America, we go to Europe. And this one too is an, uh, it's right, it's written by Mary, sent in by Mary. Mary doesn't tell us where she's writing from, so we claim Europe for her. Dear Global Baba, thank you for your teaching. And for the word of God, the word of truth, God bless you. However, I'm still not clear on the Ten Commandments and the law. Is there a teaching I can have to get more clarity and understanding? Mary. Mary, order for two kinds of righteousness in our office. Two kinds of righteousness. Order for the whole series. Sit down patiently and follow the teachings. You will understand the difference between the Ten Commandments and the laws of Moses. Okay, Global Baba from Europe. We're coming back home to Africa. Zambia is our first port of call. Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. I'm Moses, writing from Lusaka, Zambia. I'm a believer, spirit-filled, tongue-speaking, but I'm having lack of sexual affection for my wife. My background before marriage, Global Baba, was having sex with different women, but I never had sex with my wife before marriage because of my lust problem for women. I thought marriage would be a solution, but now it's a different case, Global Baba. I've been married for three years, 
but from the day of my honeymoon to today, that they have no sexual affection whatsoever for my lovely wife. She's kind, she's beautiful, she's a humble woman, Lobaba, one who deserves the best from her husband. Lobaba, sometimes chatting away from home makes me happy, but when I'm home, I don't just enjoy it, you know, the idea of being home. I can't really say I can spend a day with my wife and be happy like my friends and other believers do. Please, Global Baba, I need so much counsel and prayers. This is making me not enjoy my marriage. I don't want to be cheating on my wife because of this problem. I've never done that in any case. Honestly, speaking in the face of the Lord, I don't want to lose, lose this woman. I once um, told her my situation, which I've been secretly fighting to overcome and make my home and marriage stand firm. But it has become a reason of lack of trust and good communication, Global Baba. Please, Global Baba, help me, counsel me, pray with me. I want to save God with a clear conscience. Well, your situation is such that you really need to, you know, calm down and spend time with the word of God. Because as you begin to spend time in fellowship with God, your wandering soul, your, because your soul is wandering, your wandering soul will come home. And once you are in tune with God, it will be easy for you to be in tune with your wife. And as you get in tune with your wife, and you begin to fellowship with your wife intimately, the attraction, the desire will also grow from there. So it has to begin with Christ first. You and Christ. You have to calm down and really focus on Christ. And, you know, keep your soul from wandering. Because if your soul is still wandering around, you are still lost in and still looking at other women and comparing your wife with the other women you had before and the ones you are seeing around. There's no way your mind will calm down and really look at your wife. Because desire for sex is a mind thing, is in the mind. And if your mind is not stayed on the Lord, you will find it difficult to even be attracted to the point of wanting to have pleasure or give your wife pleasure. So again, it will begin with the Lord. He restored my soul. So your soul needs to get back. And the only way to restore your soul is to begin to feed your soul with the word of God and stay focused. Don't be distracted. Anything that is distracting you, keep it up away. If it is porn, keep it away. If you love watching illicit materials on the internet, shut them down. If you like watching movies that are not edifying, clear them. Anything sexual, keep it out. Make sure your relationship with Christ grows and be focused. And then from there, you will find an affection for your wife and you start satisfying your wife. That's the way it's going to work for you in the circumstance. He doesn't need prayers. Well, if you do what you need to do, <laughs> what, what, you, you know, it's about like seed time and harvest. If you do what you need to do, it will produce for you the effects. I can pray for you all day long and it will still not work because you have not done what you ought to do. But once you do what you ought to do, it will be automatic, the result. But we can pray for you. Father, we ask that as your son seeks to grow in his work with you, so that he can be affectionate towards his wife. We ask for healing of his emotions and the healing of his soul. We ask that your word will grow big in his heart and we command that his soul will be restored to a place where he has total solace, confidence, and peace in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Okay, about time we launched out and um, threw open the windows and the gates for calls. If you want to join us on telephone, your time starts. Now, but we stay on in Zambia, Global Baba. Hello, Dr. Damina. He's a branch of Power City International and Bookshop in Chipata City of Zambia, where your books can be accessed. I'm Musta Mewe from the Eastern Province of Zambia. I'm not sure of Chipata, but I'm sure of, 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 of Lusaka and other places. So, again, we will ask our studio 
to see how to respond to your meal tonight. Our first caller is on the line. It behoves me at this point to sign on Imoha. Hello. Hello, good evening. Many thanks for joining us. Where are you calling from? I'm Joseph. I'm calling from Calabar. Go on, Joseph. Good evening, Apostle. Evening. Bless you. I want to ask this question because by God's grace, I'm a prophet in the in Ukrainian okay. and I do deliverance. When I heard your experiences concerning deliverance, I was really very skeptical and I was being careful. So, and there was a day during your teaching, you mentioned that the people don't fall around you. And I was very conscious of that, you know, because during the process of deliverance in church, people will fall all over, even without me, you know, applying any version on them. But I was surprised, you know, to, during these uh, teachings on Sunday, that people are falling around you there. So, what do you have to say concerning that? Thank you. Well, I think you're misquoting me because I have never said people don't fall around me. So, you need to check the source of your information. Then secondly, when you listen, you must listen carefully so you don't read your thoughts into what I am saying. I said, falling is not power. Then I said, but there are times the power of God can be so much that your body cannot hold it and you fall. That's what I said. You can go back, listen to the messages again. They are recorded. So please be careful not to force on me what I never said. Then secondly, if you're a deliverer, if you're a prophet and people are falling all over your church, you need to check it. Because when people fall too much in a church, they never grow spiritually. Because people on the floor can be meditating on what you taught. So you need to calm your church down and teach them the word of God. Because when people are falling too much, it means there's something you're either teaching or there's a precedence of ministry you're doing that makes people think if they don't fall, there is no power. So every time they gather, they are ready to fall. When they see you, they want to fall. I used to be there before years ago where I would just appear and people would be falling. And one day somebody just saw me and fell. So I asked him to stand up. He stood up and I said, why did you fall? He said, I, I, I sense power. I said, from where? From where did you sense the power? Stand up, my brother. Clean your body. You don't have to overdo things. You don't have to try to prove a point. The point is this. Falling is not power. The power of God is the spirit of God. But like I said, sometimes, depending on what is being taught, people can open up themselves and release themselves for the spirit of God in them to express himself. And their body may not be able to hold, so they fall. But it is not supposed to be a lifestyle. It's supposed to be from once in a while. And then I explain that the ministry of Jesus all through the time Jesus was on earth, nobody fell in any of his services. The only time people ever fell was when they came to arrest him or people fell when he cast out demons and he didn't even allow the demons to torment them. Again, the key point is that falling is not power. Falling is not power. But sometimes people could fall when the power is too much for their body. And again, falling is not supposed to be a constant activity in the local church because there should be time to teach and help people grow and think about the word of God and mature. That's very critical. I hope that helps you. No, Baba, you know, just sitting down here, I'm wondering, ever since I, I got the honor 
and the privilege to come on um, Riot Live and uh, as the counselor. Yes. And just, there are many things to be thankful for. Number one is that, yes, I sense the power, but thankfully I don't fall. <laughs> I'm so grateful. You know, there are many yeah, things to be thankful you for. You really don't have to fall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I sense the power all the same. But, but the power is available. Absolutely. Very, very. This next caller. Hello. Hello. Many thanks for joining us. Your name, where you calling from? I'm calling from Italy. I'm first Go ahead. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Papa. Good evening. Bless you. And, sir, uh, I want to ask that. You see, if you like to have you thought in mind, maybe you have a pen, a deliver, but you can't do the right thing by preaching the right word. And you have that one that I want to do this to say that my clan will be greater than your clan. You feel like you have that thought as a deliver. I didn't understand what you said. If you can repeat it again. Okay, now, um, I said I can have the pen, a deliver. But you don't teach the right word. You don't explain the right word as a believer. Now, as a person and it's my turn, is it right for me to have that thought and have that? Let me teach the right word so that my crown will be greater than you. Okay, for your crown to be greater than another person's crown. Well, if that's what you're saying, uh, the Bible says that... Uh, you know, um, we defend the gospel, we preach the gospel, and it is what we preach that will determine our reward. So again, the Bible didn't tell us one crown will be greater than the other. The Bible only tells us that some people's works will be burned, they will suffer loss, and some people will be rewarded. That's all the Bible tells us. It didn't classify crowns for us. Small crown, big crown, middle crown, high crown, tall crown, short. No, there's nothing like that. But the Bible teaches us that some people will lose their reward because they did not preach the truth. And some people will be rewarded for preaching the truth of the gospel. That's what the Bible teaches. Okay, I understand we have another caller, but let me just squeeze this one in as we leave Zambia and head to Zimbabwe. Hello, Global Baba. I'm Johnson, watching from Harare. Thank you, sir, for your good work. This next caller. Hello. Hello. Many thanks for joining us. Your name, where you're calling from? Go ahead. Hello? Yes, just go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Uh, I want uh, Global Baba to respond to this question. I'm calling from Just. I am Dana Zumi by name. I want to know what happens when people die before the rapture. What happened to dead people right now? Okay. Well, the Bible tells us clearly, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So if a believer dies now, he's with Christ. And then a man who dies without Christ is in outer darkness, waiting for the day of judgment. That's what happens. Okay. So we, we make progress. So from Zimbabwe, we stay on in Zimbabwe. Hello, great teacher of grace. You prove all in all that Jesus is our message all the time. This comes from Pastor Takeshure Mumba in Kekwe, Zimbabwe. Having too many commendations from Zimbabwe. Well, thank you. Another caller. Hello. Good evening. Many thanks. Welcome to our show. And then where are you calling from? My name is Isaiah. Isaiah, go ahead. Good evening, Papa. Evening. Bless you. Uh, please, I just want to 
That's your question. Does God have enemies? Well, God does not have enemies, but because man has enemies, man's enemies are God's enemies. And who are the enemies? Sickness, yes. disease, okay. sin, death, yes. and the devil. So yes, by the third party, or by being a third party, you know, having man, having an enemy. So man's enemy is God's enemy, and Jesus has already defeated man's enemy by death, burial, and resurrection. Okay, so we stay on in Zimbabwe. Hello, Global Baba. All your teachings and revelations are spirit-filled. I'm Ibrahim Ephraim Mumemo from Zimbabwe, and I'm watching Kellen from here. I just want to thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Okay, so we go to from Zimbabwe. We should be going to Malawi first, though, this next caller. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Many thanks, ma'am, for joining us. Anywhere you're calling from. My name is Ivan. Good evening, Global Papa. Good evening, bless you. Okay, um, I've been following the teaching on honor in the Christocentric world. And I have a question. Okay. Okay, concerning prayer. I, I'll use my dad as an example. Now, he is listening to a person that is a, okay, first, that is a new person. The Okay, but anytime there is an issue, maybe like talking or something, you'll always threaten with his own news or he will cause news. In fact, some things happened recently like three weeks ago that made him, I said, I have to block his number completely. Let me not just speak with him again, but he keeps blowing me and getting threatening me. I'm married. He keeps threatening you, threatening you, forcing you, and that. Now, in the case of honor, like I just said, the women are not the women, but how do I handle such situation? But I see, I, I feel I can honor him from fact without having to take the whole because he has refused to come to understanding and to answer to the truth. He feels he's the only person who is, he don't know the whole well remember that the word honor there does not mean obey there's a difference between honor and obedience in Ephesians it says honor your father and mother then he says, obey your father in the Lord. So there's honor to your natural parents, but obedience is to your spiritual parents. That has to be understood because it's your spiritual parents that instruct you in doctrine. Your natural parents, you only honor them because they brought you to this world. You honor them because they took care of you or are taking care of you. You honor them because they played that role or played that role in your life. So don't allow your father abuse you because that's emotional abuse, psychological abuse. Don't take it from anybody. Let your father know that, Daddy, I honor you. But those things you're speaking don't even agree with the Bible you preach. 
And if you are disobeying the Bible, how do you want me to obey you? Because you can't be obeying God who is bigger than all of us and me. I mean, you can't be disobeying God who is bigger than all of us and you want me to obey you that is smaller than God. So you don't abuse me. The Bible says, let your words have grace. The Bible says, parents, don't provoke your children to anger. All that is in the Bible. So again, your honor to your father is as a person. But when it comes to issues, you don't close your eye in the name of honor and let your father rob you of what is your right. You've got to confront him with issues, but you respect him as a person. That's the way to handle it. Another caller. Hello. Okay. So, um, so we're supposed to be in Malawi now, yes. Global Baba, so let's go there. This one opens with, Doc, you're doing a great job. Please continue. I'm Gladstone from Malawi. In 1 Corinthians, Global Baba, chapter 12, verse 11, Paul says, The Spirit distributes the gifts to each one as he wills. In 1 Corinthians 14, 1, Paul says, Eagerly desire spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. One, so does man have the choice of any spiritual gift or how? Enlighten me. Well, if you follow tomorrow's and next tomorrow's teaching, all that will be exegetically taken care of. So be patient. Let's deal with tomorrow and next tomorrow first. Then if we don't answer, ask us again. So Global Baba, how do you sit today to, how do you sit today to know what's coming on tomorrow? Because everything I'm teaching for the next how many weeks, I already know it. Oh, because already my know. teachings are a module. So you're not going to be studying anymore? No, I still study. But I already have a frame idea of everything I'm going to cover. So I just keep studying so I can enrich the things. You know. So Global but when you stand here, you have no papers, you have no books. How does it happen? Is there like a screen you read from? A no, spiritual I have, screen? I have a book. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> I use notes. Well, no, I know you use notes, but most often than not, you're speaking offhand. Because you're speaking extempore. I know the things that I wrote. I form the notes, so I know what is in the notes. Okay, so you don't see like a screen from no, heaven no, 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 telling no. you, say this, say this. Uh, uh, I follow the notes okay. so that the teachings are sequential. They're like a module. Okay. I can preach without them, but it will be scattered thoughts. Okay. But I follow my notes so that there's, you know, the thoughts are organized so that at the end of the day, people have rich understanding of what I'm teaching. Global, my producer is trying to force me from my trend of thoughts. I'm not going to, I'm pretending I'm not seeing him. Yes. So I, I just want to stay on this one. The last one that I want to ask you, Global Baba, is so when suddenly you were praying, are you now called for the guy from um, Akure? Akure? So was that written? Was that, where did that no, come no, from? No, no, because I sensed to pray for him and I started looking for him since yesterday. Ah, yes. Global Baba. Yes. This next caller. Hello. Hello, good evening. Many thanks for joining us. Yes, go ahead. Uh, good evening, Mr. Bush. Yes, ma'am. And Dr. Abel. Evening, bless you. Yeah, my name is Emmanuel. Wow. I'm calling from you. Okay, Emmanuel. Um, I have a question. Please, there are, there are some denominations, like there are some churches that do, that, that they don't put on attachments, they don't put on earrings. And they said that if you put on attachment and you put on your ring, you are not, you are going to hell. So please, I just need little explanation about those things. I want to get clarity. Thank you. Well, if you're around those denominations, ask them to give you Bible verses and scriptures to confirm that if you put on earring or you put on necklace, you go to hell. There's no such scripture in the Bible. It's just man-made traditions. And as a child of God, you're not supposed to be bound by man-made traditions. Put on your earring, put on your gold, but your focus shouldn't be on earring and gold. Your focus should be on the teaching of God's word. That should be your focus. 
There's another caller, so Gladstone in Malawi. Just hold on a little more. Hello. Hello, good evening. Many thanks for joining us. Your name, where are you calling from? Yeah, I'm Ebenezer from Guinea City. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. I want to thank Papa for his wonderful messages. I've been listening to his messages in his last year. And I've really been following up on his teaching. And they really give me spiritually. And I've been having some issues that I wanted to discuss with him personally. It's a long issue, so I don't know how I'll talk to him personally. Okay, Ebenezer, just send a mail to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. And if possible, put everything you want to talk to me in the mail so that when we call you on phone, it won't be you talking. It will be me responding to the issues you raise in that email. Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com with your phone number. Bless you. And that Dr. Ebenezer is simply DR, please. Okay, so we get back to Malawi where Glaston has been waiting. So he continues Global Baba if all spiritual gifts are brought about by the same spirit. Does it mean that once the spirit is in you, then you have all the gifts or how? Enlighten, sir, please. I think all your questions were answered in tonight's teaching. Yes, the Holy Ghost has all the gifts. And the Holy Ghost is the gift of Christ. So when Christ gave you the Holy Ghost, you are born again. Along with the Holy Ghost came the gifts, and the gifts enable you to do ministry. He continues, that's still from Glaston in Malawi. Hello, Global Baba, in Matthew 5, 17 to 19. Christ said he came to fulfill the law and encourages its practice. The same law that was faulty, Global Baba. Why must he fulfill the law that was faulty and encourage people to practice it? Enlighten me, please. Well, I, I, I don't know where Christ encouraged people to keep the law. Maybe if you email us again with the scriptures where Christ told people to keep the law, you know, we'll be able to look at the scriptures and see them. Maybe I have not seen it since I've been reading my Bible. So help me. I want to find that scripture. But the scriptures I know is that Jesus is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. Romans chapter 10, verse 4. Baba, is that possible for you not to have seen any particular scripture? Well, it is possible. That's why I'm asking him to email. Maybe I will find this caller. Hello. Hello, Mr. Push. Good evening. Many thanks for joining us. You know where you're calling from. Baba, good evening. Evening. Bless you. My name is Ima Samuel. I'm calling from Uyo. Yes, Ima. Go ahead. Um, uh, Baba, I was discussing uh, the Bible with a friend. And our topic was uh, basically on the salvation. So, you know, we talked to the extent where I was like trying to explain to him that God didn't create Satan. So he was shocked. And now asked me, why did I say so? So I started, you know, breaking it down to him. Say, God, the Bible says, and God, so after creating everything, God saw that all he created was good and perfect. So I now asked him, is Satan good? So he said no. He now asked me to explain. I said, okay, God never created Satan, but he created an angel. So the, 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 what are the transactions? What happened between Adam and Satan? Now turn the angel to Satan. That God in the first place didn't create Satan. So although he understood with me very well, but he now asked me a question. That who created hell? Since hell is not good as well. So I was, you know, trying to explain to him, but at the point, I couldn't give him a very good answer. So I said, okay, you should give me time. It was yesterday that today I'm going to call on this program and also get a little explanation from you. But I, hellfire, you know, what the, where the Bible says hell, 
hell hedges is like grief. But the other one, which is hellfire, where the devil and his agents will descend to, that is the one I don't know if it is God that created it or how God created it. So I would like you to explain to me a little bit, Papa. Well, you have to check your Bible well and see if there's anything like hellfire. There is hell, but I've not seen fire. So maybe you're reading fire into hell. Hell is a place of outer darkness. So there is hell, there is Gehenna, there, is, you know, there are different names for it in the Greek. And I did a teaching on it in details in Soteria season 5. 5. If you get that teaching, you have all of that. But the simple way to see it is hell is a place of outer darkness. Okay? The bottomless pit is a place where God is not absent. And anywhere God is not absent is darkness because God is light. So the absence of God is what we call hell. I hope that helps you. Okay, we're just a little under 10 minutes on our hands before we say bye-byes on this edition of the program. Ghana, here we come. Hello, Global Baba. My name is Anthony Zikunu. I write from Ghana, from Atadeka in Ashama. I really enjoy your program. Kindly, please tell me how to receive the gift of praying in tongues. That's what we've been teaching for days. So I can't tell you that because it's not something we tell. It's something we teach. I'll advise you to begin to listen to everything we taught from Sunday, first, second service, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and today, Thursday. Please look for the videos. They are on my Facebook page. Go and watch them carefully and make notes. In the process, you will speak in tongues. Our next caller is on the line. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Yeah, many thanks for joining us. We know where you're calling from. Uh, good evening, Mr. Bush. You're welcome to the show. Good evening, Papa. Evening, bless you. Uh, this is Pastor Zaya from Abuja. Sure, I know the voice. Uh, I want to appreciate you, sir. I don't have any question, but this afternoon I was just meditating when I was listening to Dr. Gabriel and Pastor Clinton this morning. I will imagine. Uh, what would have been our journey, our Christian journey, if we did not come in contact with somebody like you? I, I, I thought of it. I said, Father, we want to appreciate Papa for what he has done for us. Our journey would have been rough if we had not met somebody like you. So this is me. I am appreciating you, sir. And I can see that what you are doing, our lives are being moved. What Christ has done for us. I'm grateful, sir. God bless you, sir. Thank you, Pastor Isaiah. Thank you for calling. Global Baba. The Intercontinental. The whole world is um, talking about you. It's I'm Dr. Celebrating. Gabriel and his team. <laughs> <today>. <laughs> that was costing me. Absolutely. Okay, so from Ghana, we come closer home into Nigeria. Anonymous. Hello, Global Baba. I really enjoy your preaching always. Your messages, they are life. Please, sir, which church did Jesus mean he would build when he said, I will build my church. Jesus was talking about the universal church. The church which is the body, his own body, where all believers are born into. He's talking about the unity of faith. That is the revelation of Christ that gives birth to new creation believers all over the world. One of my last two calls happens now. Hello. Hello. Many thanks for joining us. Your name, where are you calling from? Yeah, good evening, uh, Mr. Bush and Duba Baba. Bless you. Yes, 
I'm calling from U.S. and my name is Ufiani. Yes, I'm calling because I overheard a man of God I respect so much. He was talking about tithes. And he quoted um, Hebrews. He said everybody should go and look at Hebrews chapter 6, from verse 20 to Hebrews 7 and Hebrews 8. That it was mentioned there like four times that in the order of Mekizedek. And that Abraham gave tithes to Mekizedek. This is an order that Abraham has made a precedent. So, Baba, I needed to give us some explanation to that. Well, since he says order of Melchizedek, that means uh, what he's simply talking about is that the priesthood of Jesus is the reality of the shadow that Melchizedek operated. That's all he's talking about. And order does not mean that you two should start paying tithe. You know, the only thing to learn from what Abraham did is that Abraham, out of gratitude, gave in honor. Nobody instructed Abraham to give 10%. That was his level of generosity. As at that time. That's why the word give is used there. So in the New Testament, we don't give tithe. We give generously. We give to honor Christ. We give to support the work of God. Again, tithing is not New Testament. Tithing is Old Testament. And let me also mention that um, you need to stay with the word of God closely so you don't allow people to confuse you. You know, especially people that are not doctrinally sound. You have to run away from them so that they don't mess you up and put you in limbo where you start beginning to be confused about very clear scriptural concepts. God bless you. Okay, Global Baba, my last caller. Hello. Hello. Yeah, welcome Good to the show. Evening. Yes. Good evening. Welcome to the program. Uh-huh. Praise uh, My name is Pastor Desmond. I am calling from Ghana. And I, I just want to greet Baba. And I want to acknowledge you for everything that I'm going through the word of God and the teaching. And the truth is speaking. Open my understanding through the word of God. And I am so blessed through his word and through his teaching. And uh, in fact, I, I have taken as my mentor. I'm taking at my method. Even though I haven't seen him, but I've taken at my method. Because through his feelings, he has opened my mind to the sinner. And I thought, while he's praying to God that it's a different moment, and one of the things I did, I invested in this case. It's fast. And uh, one thing that I send my mail also into to him for supporting me. The ministry because I've been trying to start the one next year. So I said, I never talked to him. I will receive the response from something like that. And I wanted to ask this question also. Uh, I went to the church and they were, talk, they were teaching about offering and tithe. And they say that if you don't pay tithe, God will never bless you. At the same time, if you don't give money, and I said, no, that is not how it's supposed to be. God gave to us so that we also receive. So that it doesn't mean that if we don't give to God, God will never give to us. Okay. I'm afraid I'm afraid I'm going to cut you off. Um, we have little um, less than 
uh, three minutes to say a bye-bye. So I'm sure Global Bar can just react to that in 10 well, seconds. Yeah, you're already speaking the right thing. We don't pay tithes to get. We don't give to get. We give because God has given to us. God is not in a transaction. God is a loving father who provides for his family ahead of time. No, Baba, I don't know. We, we need to go now. The, the prayer requests from across the world. I, I wanted to just take four of them, but because of time and the lack of it, we just must end here. So we sleep um, on this edition of the program in Ghana because that's where that caller came from. Yep. Tomorrow is another day. Global Baba, we need to go. My producer is Pastor I.J. Quere, complete with all the pastors here. Not forgetting uh, the resident pastor, that is Pastor Prezo Kohn, and Pastor Ray, Dr. Gabriel, everyone, God is man, more, and everyone, doctor, we just like to thank you. This is Michael Bush inviting Global Baba to take us home. The Intercontinental, Mr. Bush, it's been a wonderful evening, and we're so glad to have had everybody part of this service tonight. You don't want to miss the things we keep teaching every day. Make sure you're part of the conference every evening, 6 p.m. GMT plus one, live on all the platforms. And remember to be with us tonight, 9 to 10 on Inspiration, 10 to 11 on Heritage, Heritage. tomorrow morning, 11 to 1 on Radio Aquaibom, 1 to 3 on Excel, and then 3 to 5, you know, you FM and in the evening. We're back here at 6 p.m. tomorrow evening. On Comfort what, FM. On Comfort FM. What a joy to be able to serve you the grace of God every day. We encourage you to keep following all the teachings. Don't just, you know, don't just select what to pick. Follow everything so that you are grounded, you are established, and you can enjoy everything that Christ has provided. We love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Till we connect with all of you again tomorrow evening. Enjoy the rest of your day and be blessed. Goodbye from Uyo, Nigeria. Amen.